The Buckeyes' new athletic director could spell trouble for Ryan Day. I think so anyway. I'll explain. Plus, did you see the Fab Five reunited over the long weekend? All that more right here on Locked On Big Ten. You are Locked On Big Ten. Your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Big Ten. I'm Craig Scheman. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. We always appreciate it. You know we're free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. So the Buckeyes are the verge of signing a new athletic director. That's a big deal. Lots of changes in the works there. Plus the Fab Five reunite and Ann Arbor at a game for the first time in three decades. We'll have that plus some great college basketball coming up this weekend of the Big Ten. Be sure in the meantime to subscribe down below and follow Lockdown Big Ten for free wherever you get your podcast. That way you get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it becomes available each and every day. All right, so here's the deal at Ohio State. It looks like it's imminent that Texas A&M Athletic Director Ross Bjork will become the new athletic director at Ohio State. Uh, other candidates have reportedly been told that they are no longer candidates, so they're zeroing in on this. So my immediate reaction to this is, what does this mean for football coach Ryan Day? I don't think it's good news. Ultimate look, winning solves everything. If he keeps winning at 90% like he does and beats Michigan and wins Big Ten Championship, that all takes care of itself. But if he doesn't, like he hasn't, it could become interesting there at Ohio State. Look, Gene Smith is the outgoing athletic director. He is stepping down in July. So he'll be retiring in a few months. Um, he is a Ryan Day guy. He gave Dye his chance or Day his chance when Urban Meyer left. Ohio State could just have promoted one of Gene Smith's guys or gone to his athletic director tree at other places, guys that have been with him in the past. Could have brought one of those guys in. Same old, same old, you know, just keep it cruising the way it has been. Look, it's a big job. Gene Smith's done a pretty good job there. And just to get one of his people to come in and status quo, keep things going. That could have been the case, but also keep in mind, there's a new president at Ohio state as well. Ted Carter. He is the brand new president. So a lot of change, new president, new athletic director. What does this mean for football coach Ryan day? Let's get into this a little bit. Uh, it seems that some people at Ohio state from the trustees on down, they, seem to be in the mood for something new, a fresh start all around, right? Just based on the hires that they're making. And I don't think that bodes well for Ryan Day if he should lose to Michigan or fail to win the Big Ten title or fail to make a 12-team playoff. Now, I don't know about beating Michigan or not. Usually winning that game comes with a Big Ten championship. 
but surely a spot in the 12-team playoff can be secured by Ryan Day as a minimum. I, I certainly don't expect any kind of drop-off where they wouldn't get into the, the final 12. I mean, if there were a 12-team playoff this year, they would have been in it. And the question is, will that be enough? Now, keep in mind that Ryan Day, I think, has done a pretty good job retaining some players that weren't uh, surefire first-round NFL draftees. Um, I, I think he's getting uh, putting the pieces together. I think they're really working hard there. So I'll give him I'll give him credit for that, of course. And um, look, he wants to win as much as anybody. But new bosses want new people in place. I've always defended Day. I just did a second ago. I, look, he's won ninety percent of his games at Ohio State. I think enough said. But there could be some more foreshadowing for Ryan Day as we take a look at how all this is shaping up for him and for the Buckeye program. Look, Bjork would arrive as the athletic director, having just fired Jimbo Fisher at Texas A&M. That was a coach he did not hire, but he had a hand in putting together that massive buyout there at College Station. So he was the one that let Fisher go, despite owing Fisher a guaranteed $76 million with the buyout. He didn't even flinch. By the way, could you walk away from a job if somebody paid you $76 million to go away? Sure. Hey, never see me again for $76 million. Let's be real. But um, let's take a look at this situation, that the, the buyout and the fact that Bjork's job search to replace Fisher after he let him go, and it was very public. Look, you're not going to fire a guy and pay him $76 million and have nobody notice, right? It was it was part of the deal. It was in the media forever. Um, so after that, his job search didn't go that smoothly trying to replace uh, Jimbo Fisher. Uh, there, were, there were rumors and leaks all over the place. This is who he was talking about. Those coaches ultimately didn't come. It made AM look bad, like, hey, nobody wants to come here. Uh, whether that's true or not, that was some of the narrative going on. And Bjork's background, um, first of all, with those things that went on, I, I don't think AM's too too sad to see him go. They're not going to fight to keep him uh, from going to Ohio State for one. His background uh, does include other stops at Ole Miss and Western Kentucky. Before that, he was an associate or assistant AD at UCLA, Miami, and Missouri. So the guy's been around the block. He knows big-time athletics. But um, anyway, this is this is going to be the new direction for Ohio State, something to keep on an eye on throughout the entire football season and see how things shake out for Ryan Day moving forward. Also, over the long weekend, in case you missed it, Washington, which begins playing the Big Ten this fall, they hired Jed Fish from Arizona to replace Kalen DeBoer, who, of course, replaced Nick Saban at Alabama. Washington and Fish will hold an introductory press conference today. If you're watching this, we released this on Tuesday. It's a Tuesday press conference, 2 p.m. Eastern time. He gets a $7 million contract that pays him just under $8 million per year. He's a familiar name to Big Ten fans as he was Michigan's offensive coordinator in 2015 and 2016. He's also been an assistant at several NFL teams as well. So I think this is a pretty good football coach for you Washington Husky fans. Also, a couple of familiar faces are coming back to Michigan next season. We all know that uh, the people like J.J. McCarthy and Blake Corum are gone. It remains to be seen maybe by the day whether Jim Harbaugh comes back or not. 
Running back Donovan Edwards is coming back. That's good news for Michigan fans. He was the superstar early against the Washington Huskies at the national championship, had the 41 and 46 yard touchdown run earlier in that game to give them that 14, three lead. He is returning for another season. I uh, really looked good a, a year ago as well. This year he was really in the shadows of Blake Corum. So he's going to be the guy he's going to be the workhorse out of the backfield next season. And I think he's, I think that's how he sees it. He's like, look, now it's my turn to be the number one alpha guy back here and show everybody what I can do. Hopefully for him, lead Michigan to some more wins and make a name for himself so that he can go into the NFL draft the following year. Also Michigan linebacker, Josiah Stewart. He is coming back as well. He was a coastal Carolina transfer and finished second on the team at sacks and third in tackles for loss. And that's not all. Safety Rod Moore also announced that he is returning to school for another season. Moore, of course, had the game-sealing interception off the Kyle McCord pass in the fourth quarter against Ohio State. That's his claim to fame right now. He was third-team All-Big Ten. So a lot of news moving around between players, coaches, athletic directors, a lot of stuff to keep track of. That's why this is your source for it here, Lockdown Big Ten. So thank you for checking us out. I'd like to know what you think about any of this. Um, look, the the part about Ryan Day and this new athletic director and how they work together, how they meld together, that's all. Look, this is opinion, and um, love your opinion as well. You can hit me up on Twitter at TalkBig10, number 10. Also on our website, uh, talkbig 10 um, that's the number 10 at talkbig10.com. And of course, comments on YouTube are welcome as well. A lot of big time, big 10 college basketball out there, both over the weekend and both coming up tonight as well. Plus, did you see the fab five at Michigan? I hope some of you aren't too young to, uh, to remember the fab five at Michigan, the fab five at Michigan, you know, all five of them have never been together at the same time at a basketball game in a, Ann Arbor since they played 30 years ago. There been a lot of stuff behind the scenes and all that going on. Well, they are all together. So we'll tell you what brought that all about here uh, this particular weekend as well. And that's all coming up right here on locked on big 10. Uh, I want to also uh, tell you about Jace Medical. Look, sports is an escape, a relief from the rest of the world. But sometimes you got to prepare for some serious stuff. You know, according to the FDA, uh, pharmacies, they're running out of antibiotics. I'm antibiotics like amoxicillin. Right in the middle of the worst flu season in nearly a decade. Scary stuff. And if you, a loved one, maybe your kids need medicine and can't get it, it'll it'll be a tense situation. Um, so anyway, you can be okay with all of that because of Jace Medical. They have a Jace case. Looks like this. Comes right to your house. And it's a little zip package. Got five sets of antibiotics in there. And uh, right to your door. And it's really easy to get. And it'll give you peace of mind. The Jace case got five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, a whole bunch of stuff, uh, stuff that can happen to any of us. Visit Jace Medical. That's J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com, and complete your physician encounter, and it will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed 
pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost right to your doorstep. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. So go to Jace Medical. Again, that's Jace Medical, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and use our offer code Locked On to get $20 off of your order. All right. I want to thank you guys for hanging in with us every day. You everydayers, thank you very much. If you're new, getting a lot of new people coming in. I've noticed a lot from the West Coast, too, because those Pac-12 schools are coming. We Welcome aboard. And um, but whether you're an everyday or not, thank you. Meanwhile, be sure to subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get this podcast. Share it, follow it, like it. Locked on Big Ten, your team every day or your teams every day, really. All right, let's talk about some of these teams. Basketball, Michigan versus Ohio State. It's always a big deal, no matter the sport. They played basketball over the weekend. It was a matinee on Martin Luther King Day, and Michigan won 73-65. to All uh, all five of the uh, Fab Five were there from the uh, Michigan basketball team from back in the day to catch the game. It's the first time all five have been to a game in Ann Arbor since they played together three decades ago. Chris Weber, Jalen Rose, Ray Jackson, Jimmy King, they sat together while, of course, as you know, Juwan Howard is coaching the team these days. Rose said they, they were there to support Howard on a couple of fronts. First of all, his health. As you know, he had open-heart surgery back in September, and he's just now getting into the flow of things. Plus, and he struggled a little bit right now as a coach. So they were there to support him uh, out there. So that, that was uh, that was a cool thing. All five of them together. They, uh, um, you know, maybe someday when the summertime, we'll do a feature on the the Fab Five. So you younger kids out there can realize what they were all about in college basketball. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool watching them and following them back in the day. Um, Iowa also beat Minnesota 86-77. to That was important because Fran McCaffrey, head coach of Iowa, is now the winningest coach in Iowa history. Congratulations to him in that game. Ben Kirke scored 25 points. McCaffrey's in his 28th season as a head coach, 14 at Iowa, where he's now won 272 games there, passing Dr. Tom Davis, who was there in Iowa when I was going to school in the Big Ten, and uh, he's now got the most wins in program history. And then, by the way, tonight, by the way, one of the biggest greatest rivalries in sports as the number two Purdue Boilermakers head on over to Bloomington to take on the Indiana Hoosiers. That game is at seven o'clock Eastern time on Peacock. Also number 11, Wisconsin is at Penn state at nine o'clock on the big 10 network. If you want to check that out, got some awards to mention here. Men's uh, player of the week in the big 10 Maryland's Jameer young. We we're talking about him the other day. Fascinating. 20 points, six and a half points, three and a half rebounds, one and a half steals as the Terps logged two wins this week, scored a, t- a career high 28 points, including 16 of the second half with eight assists as the Terps beat the then number 10 Illinois fighting Illini at Illinois. That in itself was impressive. Scored 10 of his 12 points in the second half of their 64-57 win over Michigan. And this is the second consecutive week that Young won player of the week in the Big Ten. So this guy is on a roll for the Terps. Watch out. Freshman of the week, Owen Freeman, Iowa. If you follow any Big Ten basketball, this if you, and freshman, this is the guy. Scored 22 points and 10 rebounds 
in the Hawkeyes' 94-76 win over Nebraska, including 11 of 13 from the field. It was his third double-double of the season. Now, he's one freshman of the week. I, I think every week this, this season, this is his sixth freshman of the week award in the Big Ten. <clears throat> Very impressive. He's rolling. On the women's side, guess who? I mean, I don't even have to mention it, but I will because she deserves it. Caitlin Clark at Iowa was the women's player of the week. 28 points, 10 and a half assists, seven and a half rebounds in two Iowa wins this week. She also got her fourth triple-double of the season with a 26-point, 10 assists, 10 rebound performance versus Purdue. She also dropped 30 points and 11 assists and five rebounds in an easy win over number 14, Indiana. Tallied her 46th career game with at least 30 points. That's the most in Iowa women's basketball history. Phenomenal. By the way, she's in action tonight. I'll tell you about that in a second. Also, the women uh, freshmen, women's freshman of the week, Nebraska, Natalie Potts, nine points, four and a half boards, and two steals during uh, matchups with Illinois and Minnesota. Those were her averages for those games. Her fifth Big Ten freshman of the week honor. Between Natalie Potts at Nebraska and uh, Owen Freeman at Iowa, these two are cleaning up all the freshmen of the of week awards every single week in the Big Ten, men's and women's. Just, just killing it. Uh, by the way, so in women's action Tuesday night, tonight, Caitlin Clark back at it as the number two Lady Hawkeyes host the Wisconsin Lady Badgers. That's a 9 o'clock game on Peacock. So a men's-women's doubleheader on Peacock tonight. You got the Purdue-Indiana game, the early game on Peacock, and then the uh, Iowa wisconsin women's game to follow that did you know that locked on has launched the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel on youtube locked on sports today is here for you 24 7 covering the top stories uh sports stories of the day with local experts of locked on plus our national shows covering every single league all you have to do is go to locked on sports today on youtube and subscribe there after you subscribe here on Lockdown Big Ten. You can have them both ready to go at your disposal. Again, it's the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel. All the Lockdown products, just every half hour. This show is on there uh, from time to time. I can't give you a schedule because it's always on rotation. It's always based on what's a hot story, all that kind of stuff. But you can go check it out. Lockdown Sports today. All right. Uh, coming up, we've got our Tuesday tweets. We always like to do that. Uh, I'm going to tell you, it's going to be Michigan heavy. Okay, so if you're a Buckeye fan, we talked about you Buckeyes at the beginning of the podcast. We'll love it if you hang on, but there is a just, just a warning, content warning. It's going to be a lot of Michigan stuff. They just had a parade. They wrapped up the championship. The coach may leave. It's a lot of stuff going on. So we'll have uh, all that in just one minute. Tuesday tweets right here on Lockdown Big Ten. So the NFL regular season is over. We are well into the playoffs. A lot of interesting weather games out there this weekend, huh? Well, you can get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. And the app is very easy. It is easy to find point spreads, game totals, prop bets, but they also have some other stuff like uh, live same game parlays. Um, you can find bets if you're wondering, hmm, I need something. I'm not sure where to go. They've got a new explore tab on there. 
and you can make a parlay in the parlay hub group them up together for you it's the best way to find the popular parlays all of that and again my personal tip to you i like the unders bad weather more defense in the playoffs when you're talking about the nfl just a personal tip you do what you want to do but wherever you do have fun with fanduel visit fanduel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup fanduel official partner of the nfl All right, so let's take a look at our Tuesday tweets. This is something we do every single week, and we'll share them with you. Again, going to be Michigan heavy here, so I'm going to put them on the screen if you're watching on video, if you're listening on audio only. We'll go ahead and describe these for you. Uh, a couple of ones I just want to read to you here off the top. This is from uh, Drew or at DVD. He just wanted to point out that Michigan is the first team to allow less than 25 points in all 15 games since Minnesota did it 120 years ago. Hashtag go blue. Hashtag college football. You got it. Also, Nicole checking in, and that's at Nicole Arbach. She's uh, quoting Jim Harbaugh here. And this is something Harbaugh said at the, uh, the parade conclusion there at Chrysler Arena. I said, quote, someday – when they throw dirt on top of me or if somebody is eulogizing me, if they would simply say he was a Michigan man, that would mean everything to me. I don't know if he's going to be a Michigan man much longer. I guess deep down inside he always will be no matter what. But um, we'll see how much longer he's the head football coach there. All right, let's see. This is from at the Big Ten Network. This is a big picture uh, and a video, actually, of Ward Manuel, the athletic director at Michigan, uh, concluding the parade for the football team. And a quote from him, playing to the crowd, I am working on getting this man a new contract, I promise you, regarding Jim Harbaugh. You know, interesting thing. This may be a topic for another day. There are sometimes I it seems like Ward Manuel is in lockstep with Jim Harbaugh, right? And then I hear things and read things that maybe they – they don't get along or whatever the case may be. Um, I, I get mixed signals. Maybe you do too. I, I read them from you guys when you hit me up on the comments. Um, it's interesting. Very, very interesting. All right. Here is from at Big Ten Football. Here's a picture of Jim Harbaugh holding up the $30,000 crystal trophy shaped like a football. As long as he doesn't spike it. And uh, it says, business is finished. Yes, it is. All right, what else we have here? Here is from at Brad uh, Golly. It Oh, this is one of my favorites. We talked about this here the other day on this podcast. So after the parade, 15-degree weather, everybody comes inside Chrysler Arena, the basketball arena. They set up a stage. There's a podium in the center. The team's uh, in uh, fold-out chairs behind the podium. So somebody's speaking, and J.J. McCarthy, this is a picture of him. He's got uh, both hands on the $30,000 crystal football-shaped trophy for the national championship. And there's a bit of a gap between him and the chair next to him in which Mike Sandra still is sitting. And they were handing this uh, trophy down so everybody could touch it, and they're moving it. And then J.J. McCarthy winks at Sandra and then pauses a second and then tosses it to him. We all know that Sanderson has great hands. He, of course, made the game-winning uh, concluding interception against Washington in the national championship, and he did catch this. 
It's a great video. If you want to check it out, it's all over the, uh, the internet and social media. You can find it. This is just one case. This is uh, at Brad Galley's the one I picked, but uh, yeah, it's a nice little 30 second video. It's of him tossing uh, the trophy and gosh, thank goodness it didn't drop and shatter uh, here is from at blue by 90. They do a lot of uh, Michigan stuff. Obviously JJ McCarthy is about to have the greatest three week stretch of anyone on the planet. And these are all the things he's doing in January. This is all true. January 1st, he won the Rose bowl January 8th. He won the national championship January 13th. He proposed to his longtime girlfriend. She said, yes, by the way. January 14th, he declares that he's going into the NFL draft. And January 20th, his 21st birthday, he's not even 21 yet, did all this as a 20-year-old. He says, enjoy it, kid. Absolutely. <laughs> Isn't that great? That's a great month. <laughs> uh, what else we have here? Oh, uh, this is from at Swanky Wolverine. We frequently use his. All right, so if you're watching, you recognize this is the scene from Forrest Gump. This is the scene where Forrest is looking down at Little Forrest before he gets on the bus to go to school for the first time. Now, it's doctored up a little bit. Um, Forrest Gump, the older Forrest Gump, uh, got Jim Harbaugh's head on it. And the little Gump, it's got J.J. McCarthy's head on it as he's about ready to go. Because we he announced he's going to the NFL draft. In fact, the bus says NFL draft. He's leaving. It's a sad moment. It's got the little uh, feather floating around and everything on it. If you play the video and he says here, uh, don't be sad. It's over. Be happy that it happened. Yeah, that's true. So anyway, yeah, check out that video. I love the movie Forrest Gump. I hope you do too. But now it's gotten, I can't ever watch it again and not think of this scene. <laughs> it's pretty funny. And here is one from at Wolverine Chronicle says guess who's back back again those are eminem lyrics but uh donovan edwards is coming back as we uh announced earlier and he announced this past weekend he is uh he's coming back to play another year for the michigan wolverines and i think we have one more oh this is fun this is from at zach shaw it's a picture of aiden hutchinson when he was wearing a number 97 jersey at michigan and a one below it him wearing the 97 in the Detroit Lions uniform. Of course, the top in relation to the top one, Aiden Hutchinson snapped Michigan's 17-year Big Ten title drought and then helped the Detroit Lions end a 32-year playoff win drought. Did it all in a span of 25 months. Good job, Aiden Hutchinson. Then right below it, it says, someone get this man in the batting cages sometime after February 11th. I think that's when pitchers and catchers report for the Detroit Tigers. I'm not sure. <laughs> anyway, that was pretty good. Very enjoyable with the Tuesday tweets. Uh, again, we do that every, every single Tuesday, so I hope you enjoyed those. I know that we're Michigan heavy this week. You know, if you watch us, we, we spread the wealth around, but what are you going to do? There's a national championship here to talk about. All right. Uh, anyway, hit me up with comments on Twitter or X at Talk Big Ten on YouTube as well. And of course, don't forget our website, talkbig10.com, talkbig10 number 10.com. Get some swag there, tickets, the whole thing. It's all it's all right there on the website. 
for Big Ten stuff. Talkbig10.com. Uh, so those are the ways to get a hold of me. Be sure before you leave, subscribe. That does me a favor. I'm asking you as a personal favor. Plus, it gets you in our little Big Ten club here. Uh, you can follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app and get the latest episode of Lockdown Big Ten as soon as it becomes available each and every day. Lockdown has lost the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel on youtube it's called locked on sports today check that out as soon as you're done with us and subscribe there too all right enjoy the visit as always got some more basketball keep our news our eye on the football news that's happening with all of our programs uh we'll be back tomorrow with more of that until then i'm craig sheeman for locked on big 10